1: Just a quick note before we get started that this episode is part of our Blast from the Past series where we spotlight one of the amazing members of the LA Tech ecosystem from our archive. And if you're a new listener or you're just looking for more great LA Tech content, dig into the back catalog. There are literally hundreds of conversations to choose from. Enjoy the episode. You
2: can take, maybe it's my primary character, maybe it's a secondary character. I can give that to my fans. They can then take that and create their own video shorts and share that on their socials. So all of a sudden now your fans become evangelists.
0: Imagine living your normal day and getting your car fueled up on demand, seriously. Check out L.A. Startup Refill Fuel and enter code Tech for $10 off. That's Refill Fuel. It's amazing. Literally, you can be anywhere and have your gas totally topped off the tank and not even have to deal with it. No more gas stations to so go to RefillFuel.com. That's R-E-F-I-L-L-F-U-E-L.com. Code Tech for $10 off. We could not do this without the community believing in our vision together. We Are LA Tech is independently funded, funded by you, the community. So to support We Are LA Tech, go to Patreon.com slash We Are LA Tech. That's dot com slash We Are LA Tech.
1: Hi, everyone. My name is Brian Nickerson. And today I've got Louisa and John, co-founders of Toonstars. Welcome, guys. Hi. Hi, Brian. Hi, Brian great to have you in the studio so talk to us tell us what's Toonstar's?
2: so Toonstar is a, uh, a mobile community where people can create cartoon live streams and also create uh, animated video shorts It's basically an inspiration of, uh, of an idea that we had around animation and the notion that we feel that when it comes to the mobile space that you know animation is, is very much underserved um, we also think that you know, the audiences in, in mobile are looking for super snackable content and also mm-hmm. very interactive experiences. So I think that's the sort of the starting point or the inspiration for why we we launched
1: Toonstar. So cool. So I was checking out the app and it to me, it's like you can, if you ever wanted to be a cartoon star, like a cartoon character and star, you can do it and you can do it live streaming right i mean that's as a consumer and a, either either as a creator or a consumer is that am i getting that right
2: that's exactly right yeah so y- the idea is that you know if you've ever wanted to be a cartoon um, you can you can be a star on toonstar and and you know we we have we always talk about founders having kind of a passion for their business idea or for a certain category or industry and and both louise and myself we've done a lot of work and we come from the studio system. We've done a lot of work on, on major animated franchises, uh, but we've also grown up with cartoons and we both were, you know, children of Saturday morning cartoons. Mm. Uh, We also um, speak for myself on this one is, you know, I had a Bugs Bunny plush growing up and used Mm -hmm. to talk to Bugs Bunny plush, but Bugs Bunny never, you know, that other people could hear would talk back to me. So it's kind of this fun idea of like, if I were able to talk to Bugs Bunny, Daffy, any of these cartoon characters, what would that experience be like if I could have that that type of interaction?
1: Yeah. So, so neat. Um, Louisa, how about what, what, what's your favorite cartoon character to be?
3: <laughs> ah, that's a, that's a good question. Um, So I, I really, I grew up, um I, I grew up kind of like a fan of of Disney, um, and, you know, spent some time working in the mouse house. Um, and, and for me, I really, I really was a fan of, uh, you know, one of my favorites was actually Lilo and Stitch. Mm, um, and, yeah. uh, it was always really fun to watch like Stitch being crazy destructive and, and he never really spoke and I've always, and, and, you know, he like doesn't say words and, and it will always kind of was you know for me wanting to kind of know well what would stitch say right and and what what kind of conversations would he actually have with lilo if you know words were being like exchanged
1: so trying to give some color for folks too who are, who are listening on the podcast like as i was looking at some of the the things that you showed me and playing with the app just a little bit like you can be you know a hillary clinton or a donald trump character you can be like an avatar character like there's a whole bunch of characters you can choose and then it's like you're, you're like live streaming. So almost like, I, I I think of this as almost like a live streaming Periscope, but you're a cartoon. Is that, that's, that's gonna right. yeah, that's
3: right. And, and, you know, for us, we, we really like looked at the live streaming space and what was striking is that there were, there, there's actually, you know, there are a lot of live streaming apps out there and everyone's basically, in order to be somebody who's, you know, like a like a star in the live streaming world, you have to be really comfortable stepping in front of the camera. and and it's sort of funny to say this in a in a podcast where, like I'm I'm comfortable being in a podcast because, well, nobody has to actually see me live here and um, in and you know, watching me perform in a way. But so so we really thought about like, well, there's a whole population of folks who might have some really interesting ideas or or things to say or like, you know, or or creative like, you know, concepts that they want to um, push out to the world. But but it's it's a pretty big sort of thing to get over of like, I'm going to step in front of the camera. And mm-hmm. what um, what a fun way to be able to assume a persona like like everybody wants to be able to assume a persona at some point in time. Right. Mm-hmm. Like put on an accent, put on a hat, put on a costume. And this is a really easy way for you to do that. It's like pop on your best, you know, Donald Trump impression. And, <laughs> you know, what would you say is Donald Trump? Right.
1: That's hard to, hard to, hard to mimic there that that we could go in a lot of directions there. Um, But so this strikes me, the, the platform looks like you guys have created something and it's almost like the sky's the limit in terms of creativity. What you think people might use it for and how they start to actually use it might actually be totally different because like the creative possibilities are unlimited here.
2: Yeah. I mean, completely agree. I mean, when we've already seen, a number of, you know, use cases emerge. We, we see people that are doing their own cartoon show. Uh, we see people that are doing what we call um, role plays or, or duets. And, you know, there's there's a case where, you know, they'll basically... It, we call it basically a Roger Rabbit. So they'll take a cartoon, a cartoon character, and then do some sort of like role player skit with a video of a live action person, or maybe they just put the cartoon character, you know, with like an Instagram photo, and then sort of do some some commentary. We're seeing reaction videos where people take something, and, mm. and you know, to your point, um, the POTUS lens, you know, a lot sure. there's, there's no shortage of, of you know source material for that. So we're seeing people do reactions to you know trump's tweets um you know we're also seeing um some type of like you know karaoke executions with music um we're we're and and, you know to us to your point we think that's just kind of scratching the surface because we've we've got some killer you know what we call killer feature sets on the horizon Mm -hmm. that are sort of next gen from what you're seeing right now that we Mm -hmm. think will sort of take what you can do or, or, you know, take take how you can perform and express yourself as a cartoon character to the next level, but then also give audiences and fans next level ways to interact with those cartoon ta- characters because you can do it, you know, now in a very cool way, but we've
1: got some things on the horizon. that will be even more kind of immersive than what you see right now. Wow. So fun. As you're live streaming, you can like move the camera closer. You can move it further away. You the 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 you can pick a different background, right? So you can be like, you know, a, an avatar standing behind the Eiffel Tower, um, in different poses, moving those poses around, different hats, different facial expressions, all kinds of different ways to sort of play with this content creation.
3: Yeah, we think about the creation process. Um, you know, as we were building building the app. Thought about, um, you know, what do you do in terms of like, well, when you're when you're doing the role play and you're assuming a character, you know, what what is it that we want the user to to really like be thinking about? And the first thing is like, choose your character, right? Like, mm-hmm. who do you want to be? What character do you want to assume? Then the next question is like, where do you want to go? And that's where the backgrounds mm-hmm. come in, right? So you you can go anywhere. To your point, you can be in front of the Eiffel Tower, you can be in space. So people are putting, you know, like themselves in space. People are putting themselves underwater. People are putting themselves in, you know, funny movie posters, actually, Mm -hmm. and being able to reenact things. Um, It's really, it's just, the possibilities are endless. and, And this is just scratching the surface as to what they're um, what they're able to do and, and, and we're we're learning a ton from mm-hmm. like what the users are are doing and, and to your point it really just surprises us to see the con uh, to the, see the content that's being created and it gives us more ideas of like well what can we what else can we build mm-hmm. to give and unlock all of these like creative ideas
1: Yeah so it seems like and, and, and people can find Toonstars stars on the App Store.
3: Yes, it's in the Apple App Store. Um, the Android version is coming soon.
1: Amazing. And so it seems like the tech is non-trivial here. Like there it seems like there's a, like w- the UI is good, it's clean, it's easy to use, but like you, you talk to us a little bit about that experience from a from a, you know, kind of product development standpoint as you work up to the fa- up to launching. Like what are some of the things you're building and challenges you're facing from a technology side?
3: Yeah, um, that's a great question. I think uh, there was there was really just a lot of stuff. I think particularly around um, so so the the technology and programming of like what we've what we've done is bringing together um, you know this we wanted it to feel like real animation, so stuff that you would see in you know hearkening to the things that we loved as a kid, which is like true cartoons like so so are when you go into Toonstar you see cartoons you don't see CG characters it's not meant to be you know giving you the the feeling of like a Pixar film mm-hmm. it's giving you the idea of like you know you're being immersed in the world of like you know Looney Tunes again so so really kind of like taking that true like animation frame by frame type of thing and translating and bringing technology to be able to um, to be able to create that. Um, and then secondly, to your point, like the UI that I think we really spent a lot of time going back and forth on that. And we had, we're very fortunate. We had a very robust beta community Mm -hmm. and we, we learned so much in that. And it, something as small as like where your home button is changes, um, Mm -hmm changes the impact of like what the user path is. Where do you want to drive them to? What are the important things? And, you know, like the thing that we learned probably more than anything else is just like to continue to challenge ourselves, to simplify, like yeah. take things away, remove another button, remove another button, like remove as many buttons as you can.
2: Yeah, exactly. And and I think the, you know, the other thing is that, we're, you know, we're, we're also very much focused on, um, making it as seamless as possible and also, uh, you know, ex- expanding on, or I would say drafting off existing behavior. Mm-hmm. So, you know, back to Luis's point earlier about, you know, there's a, there's been a major trend and, you know, we call it the selfie trend and it's like, you know, everybody, but a lot of people, you know, want to show them doing something and there's a way that you use your mobile device to be able to portray or create that kind of content. So for us, it's like we want to mimic that experience because people are used to that. But just now Give it, you know, the context of like, this is basically you as a cartoon. So it's Mm -hmm. very much the same way you would do a selfie, or if you were going to go live, it's the way I would go live. So that baby hair is not changing. And it's very, you know, simple, seamless to get to that point one touch. And now I'm a cartoon character. So for those people that, love role play, you know, they, you know, super creative and they have ideas for what a character should sound like, or, um, you know, you know, little bits of of a show they can do. This is, you know, for us, we feel like it's a perfect experience for, for that type of, of creator.
1: Mm -hmm. And that does the content, does the content need to be consumed within Toonstar? Like if you're, if you're creating, if you were going to do, you know, something, really clever of a Bugs Bunny or something, can you send that to your friends? Can you send it out? Or is all the consumption within? And how do you think about that? Maybe that's evolving too.
3: Yeah. So um, great question. So the consumption actually is both on Toonstar and off of Toonstar. So, um, you know, we really believe that it's really important for users, like when they create something that they're super proud of, they want to share it, right? Mm-hmm. They want to share it where where their audiences, where their friends are. So whether it be Facebook, whether it be Instagram, whether it be a text, um, and so so TuneStar is enabled sharing across all different platforms. It has enabled um, you to be able to save it, to be able to mail it, do do any of those things. And you know the way we think about that is that. It's not about, you know, it's really not about just making this sort of like this, you know, this is the only place that you can consume and create. Um, we we believe in our creation process, and we believe in you know like how how we're really giving um, consumers a really great seamless way to create and and bring their creativity to the platform. So so we think that it's important to allow them to show off their creativity, and so you know being able to drive their pieces of content off of that. But the platform itself offers really really unique experiences. Like there's nowhere else that you can interact with a cartoon character the way that you can do it on Toonstar.
1: Yeah. I was saying like in the live show, right? You can comment, you can, you can star, you can like clap for people, right? Exactly. Interactive in the live show. Yeah, Yeah.
2: So, so the live show is super interactive. You can, you can star, um, you can you can send interaction. So you can drop, you know, in, in true cartoon fashion, you can drop an anvil on on the character's <laughs> head. You can you can throw um, a tomato at them. You can, you know, roll other objects in there. Um, and it's you know, that makes it super interactive. And that, you know, is a way for a fan to show their appreciation for the performer and the content and the character in the story. Um, and then also get, you know, some some recognition as a fan. And it also gives, you know, the creator something to react to, to have Sort of that, you know, that really intimate connection or conversation with their fans, and that's something that we've seen when when it comes to live stream. One of the real big benefits of cartoon live stream is that you have this intimate experience with this cartoon character in a way that you know you've never been able to do before. Yeah. So it's great both from like a you know it's both great from a fan standpoint, but also from a creator standpoint. You're
1: like breaking down the third wall, right? yeah. And as a creator, you you can change your your cartoon character every single time, right? You're not like locked in and committed like every time.
2: Yeah. uh, Yeah, absolutely. So you can, you can change. So the, the, the things that, you know, we by design are putting a lot of, you know, flexibility and, you know, call it either customization or personalization into, into the feature set. And you can change your characters, you can change your costumes, you can put, you know, we have character as a toast head there, you know, all sorts of, you know, some funny, some wacky kind of accessories, and then you can change the background. So going back to like, who do you want to be? What do you want to wear? And you know, to us, we in 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 some ways it's interesting because we sort of use an analogy. It's kind of a cross between theater and and radio, um, but kind of like visual visual radio in a way. So mm-hmm. it's you know you can you know decide what kind of costumes, but then you know you have props and and all those things are happening in real time. So it's a really kind of interesting blend of those two things.
1: Yeah. So. Um, share a little bit about the company um, you guys are the founders how like have you raised funding where where, where in LA are you um, how many employees kind of what, what's going on company wise right now
2: um, yeah. So, so we are, um, we just, we just closed around a round of financing. Um, so we're, you know, super excited about that. We've got some, uh, you know, we've got some amazing, um, VC folks behind us. Mm-hmm. Um, are you to
1: sh- share who they are. Oh or?
2: yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So yeah, totally. <laughs> so, um, we have, uh, Graycroft is, um, one of our investors and they've got a seed fund that's run by John Goldman. And, um, this, uh, this is Investment came from his fund. Um, we also have Science as one of our investors, and Science is a uh, um, early stage. You know, they're VC, also a uh, um, a tech incubator, um, and then we've got uh, another um, investor out of Northern California, uh, Social Starts, mm-hmm. and then we've got um, another uh, another investor out of uh, out of the UK uh, called Manta Ray. So those mm-hmm. are the those are the the folks that are behind the round. And you know, for us, it was. Um, you know, great partners. Um, it's always nice to have capital. So you know, we can expand on the vision and, and expand the team. Um, but also these are great partners really from a strategic standpoint who, mm-hmm. you know, when we met with clearly, you know, quickly got the vision and have been able to, you know, step in with, you know, everything from guidance to um, introductions for partnerships to actually bringing partnerships um, to, you know, um, science has uh, a great uh, background in They've done a lot of top 10 apps, a lot of experience mm-hmm. there. Um, so good, you know, great, great group behind us there. Um, the team is now seven, uh, seven people and we're, we're currently expanding. Um, we're located out of downtown LA in the arts district. Um, I'll give another shout out right next to blue bottle. So we're, we're, (laughs) we're, we're, uh, we make a daily, daily appearance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So blue bottles coffee and, and we try to make a daily appearance at blue bottle. Um but yeah there's then you know in, in the downtown area there's um there's a good uh, heartbeat of startup activity that's happening mm-hmm. um so we're there there's some other kind of cool startups in the area so you can feel you know there's there's some stuff um kind of happening along with like the like the
1: rebirth of that part of town you yeah. can kind of fe- you can feel that yeah. um in the neighborhood yeah you guys are are a part of that um so how about let's talk a little bit about the the business model um, a lot of ways to monetize, I would imagine. Um, you got to get a lot of user growth. Um, are there things that you see? Are you monetizing now? Are the things that you see? Like, I think of some of the, you know, some of the, like, like, would a Disney want to license characters onto the Toonstar platform at some point, right? Like something like that where you could, you could get a character. Some of the things, like Snapchat does some interesting things in that area. Um, is it e commerce? Is it, is it a subscription model? Like, how, how are you guys thinking about? The business side of this, or are we too early to even have that conversation?
3: Uh, no, it's never too early to talk about business models Thank you. or Every revenue. Every entrepreneur,
1: listen to this. <laughs> it's never too early.
3: So we have, um, even as early as in our like you know beta testing, we we actually started um, testing some some revenue models, and um, for us, we're still learning, um, but we're definitely exploring. So we we did some um, IAP. Um, in the um, in the app. So- um, Just for
1: folks who don't know, IAP, can you-
3: In-app purchase. Gotcha. So um, people can buy, we tested like specific characters. We tested, you know, accessories, backgrounds. There's also the um, interactions that are within the um, app. Um, also, there's monetization in that and making that a gift um, so that, you know, when you throw an anvil on somebody, you're actually, you know, sending like a dollar. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, there's that- we're, we're evaluating, thinking about, um, subscription. There's, there's also, you know, th- there's also other like revenue models that we're, we're still in the middle of, um, evaluating, but, but definitely like we're, we're very much, you know, like it's never too early to think about revenue. And so we're testing to see what, um, what is working and what our consumers and what are, what our users are really like, okay with.
1: Mm-hmm. Are you familiar? Do you know, I go live. You heard of those that that company? Um, it's one. There's a lot of live streaming services, mm-hmm. and this is this is in the, um, nothing to do with like cartoons. But the reason I bring up iGo Live, they're they're big in China, um, mm-hmm. and and that notion, Louisa, you were talking about of when someone's doing something, you like send them money as that happens. I think the top influencer on the iGo Live platform in China last year generated fifty million dollars of in-app like people sending money basically.
3: Yeah. The, the gifting ecosystem in Asia is yeah. ginormous. It's, it's, it's so big. Um, and, and we see that. Um, so there's, there's actually a couple of live streaming platforms, um, from China that's come here to the U S. So, so probably the biggest one, um, that's come here is there's live me live.me mm-hmm. that's come, um, basically, you know, kind of making a run at the U.S. market. Um, there, there's also actually um, Musically has Lively um, that does the same thing. And, you know, uh, I think there's actually quite a few that, you know, same same sort of model. Um, I, I think, you know, it's it'll be interesting to see um, where that's headed here. Um, it hasn't, you know, taken off in exactly the same sort of like scale as it is in Asia um, yet. But I think still very early days, mm-hmm. um, for that model. And we're definitely, you know, thinking about it, keeping an eye out on it and, and really thinking about like how that works for us.
1: Yeah. Is that a, is that a cultural thing? Cause I, I feel like I, I, see like, I, I hear those numbers. I see it, I watch it and I'm like, who is doing this? <laughs> <laughs> right, right. But maybe that's just, maybe that's my own biases, right. Of being in LA and, and being from the United States. Right. Or something.
3: Right. It's, it's so funny. Like culturally, um, I, I would have thought, in and this is just, you know, off the top of my head, I would have thought that um, the Western markets would have been bigger in, in the idea of, like, the notion of gifting or tipping mm-hmm. because we're very much used to it. You go grab a cup of coffee, <laughs> so you tip, true. right? Yeah. You, grow, you know, you have dinner, you tip. And that tipping sort of component actually isn't big in Asia. But what is big in Asia is... Um, like gifting money is actually very much like um, a part of the culture. So, mm. um, you know, I can speak about China and, and Taiwan, um, you know, people receive red envelopes for mm-hmm. a whole host of different reasons. You get married, it's a holiday, your parents, you got a good grace, like whatever the case might be, like people get money. They don't receive like actual gift, but they get money. And, and, and I think culturally, maybe that could be something that has an impact on, you know, like if you like something, you give them money. And I think that's, that's probably, um, you make an interesting point. Like mm-hmm. that's something that, you know.
2: Yeah. And I was just gonna say, and you know, and, and a difference might be too, you know, if you look at the, the U S market, a, a kind of a nuance of that from cause we've, you know, we, we've been doing cartoon live streams for a bit just to kind of experiment. And, you know, be, before we launched Stars, you know, kind of test our thesis, and, you know, we we've seen tipping and, and one of the things we've noticed with tipping, at least in the U.S. is, you know, it, it seems to be a little bit less about like, hey, I'm giving you a gift. And in the U.S. a little bit more about recognition and attention. Mm-hmm. So that's something that kind of, you know, seems to be I'm not saying every gift is that in the U.S., but mm-hmm. it feels like it's kind of more like, hey, I'll send you something. It's more about like I, I want to stand out on this live stream with all these other folks that are there mm-hmm. and, and me sending you you know, $10, $25, even $50 is a way, is a way to kind of get noticed. Mm -hmm. Um, but that, that, you know, that's something we've seen at least domestically as a kind Mm -hmm. of a,
1: a trend. So user acquisition, always, always a, a challenge with any app. Um, anything innovative you guys are doing? Is it, is it, are you paying for user installs? Are you, partnering with, with influencers. Cause there's a, there's a lot of entrepreneurs too, who listen to this show. who I think like they're launching apps, right. Or thinking about launching an app and they want to have, you know, people obviously like the more people on your app, the, the better, all of that business flow. So how are you guys, I know it's early days, but how, how are you guys thinking about that and any lessons for for other folks on the show?
2: You know everything right now, from a from user acquisition standpoint, is organic. So we're we're not paying. Um, we're not, we're doing no paid paid media right now. Um, and the way we're approaching it is is you know part of um part of the financing round that we closed. We also had another announcement with that that we're partnering with Skybound, and Skybound is a studio behind you know they're behind The Walking Dead. Um, they're also a studio that has you know, a, 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 extensive library of comic IP and, uh, we're, we're going to be their exclusive live stream, cartoon animation, live stream platform. So wow. uh, yeah, yeah. Congratulations. And, uh, you know, That's that, great. That, yeah. Yeah. No, awesome. we're, we're, we're super excited about that. And, you know, we've been working with them for a bit and they've been an amazing, amazing partner. And part of that strategy is that, you know, going back to, and it's a great question because any platform user acquisition is not easy and how do you do it how do you do it effectively efficiently and I think you know our approach has been well let's you know let's partner with creators that you know are bringing some sort of brand awareness or some sort of following whether they're an influencer and we've had you know we have influencers on Toonstar right now we've been approached by a lot of influencers that really love this idea of like, wow, this, you know, I'd love to be a cartoon character or I have a cast of characters in my head and I can do a show as those characters. Um, we also have writers, um, and, um, The other part of that, you know, are performers that have some following, but the other, the other piece, which is what, you know, Skybound is bringing is branded IP. So Mm -hmm. we think about bringing some branded IP with followers to the platform. Now all of a sudden characters that maybe had only lived in comic book form, only lived on another type of format now are live in content sort of real time form. And we feel like that's going to help with, you know, the user sort of user acquisition push as
1: well. So yeah, I think that's. In the center of the center of the strategy right now. That makes a ton of sense. I mean, the the tools you're providing is like you help people create amazing stuff, and then if they're sharing it, people are like, "Wait, how do I how do I become a part of that?" Um, so it's kind of naturally viral. Like almost the the product itself has the potential to be naturally viral in certain ways.
2: Well, and that's a, I mean that's a great because what the other thing we've seen is this notion of create whether you're an influencer you're a creator or your, your branded IP, this idea that I can give this one, it's a super interactive experience to my fans that, you know, you're, you're not going to get anywhere else, but two, I can give them, it's almost like a digital souvenir. So you can take my, it's either, maybe it's my primary character. Maybe it's a secondary character. I can give that to my fans. They can then take that and create their own video shorts mm. and share that on their socials. So all of a sudden now your fans become evangelists mm-hmm. of your, your property and it, they're out there talking about, you know, it's, it's, it's fully organic, fully social. And they're talking about your branding and characters and it's, it, it's an exchange for giving them this kind of like UGC experience. So mm-hmm. that we've seen has been very attractive to influencers and brand branded IP.
1: Yeah. Love it. So let's, um, let's move into LA a little bit. Um, are you guys both from L.A.? Talk to me a little bit about your, your background and why the company and why why here in Los Angeles with with Toonstar.
3: So we both basically grew up here in L.A. And, natives? Um, what? Natives, <laughs> yes. I'm a um, native as well. Na- so. natives. <laughs> native.
1: Hello, native. <laughs> <laughs>
3: right. Woo. So, yeah, we weren't really going to go anywhere else being that we're <laughs> from yeah. here. Um, no, but uh, really, I, I mean, when we think about L.A., uh, it just... It always surprises me that L.A. doesn't have a bigger, you know, sort of like compared to, I guess, San Francisco. Like, you know, why is San Francisco such a hub and L.A. isn't known as that hub? Because we we're super innovative. We are very creative. Like, you know, we're the heart of entertainment. And and I think, you know, that to us for for our, you know, business, it only makes sense to be here because you, you need to be around where the fountain of creativity is. And, and and just thinking about like every, almost like everyone that we've talked to in, you know, showing the app and everybody's like, oh, I, I want to do that. Or I have a show idea that I can do with that. Or I know somebody who would be great for this. Um, I, I think, you know, Toonstar, was, you know, built in LA. And I think Toonstar really is just, you know, born out of LA because of also just the environment of creativity. And, and, you know, like, I can't imagine this being anywhere else just because, you know, like where, where else are you going to be so inspired? You know, Disney and Warner Brothers is here and, you know, Nickelodeon's like Cartoon Network. Like this is, this is the heart of it.
1: Yeah. That that melding of tech and media is what you guys are doing, and and this is this is the spot for it. Um, are there resources so for other entrepreneurs that you know either might be natives or, or new to LA, or there are there pieces of the N- LA network that you think are, have been especially helpful um, for you in your careers or for Toonstar starting up?
3: I actually think that one of the advantages of LA is also you think about the academic institutions that are within between 45 minutes to two hours drive, <laughs> depending on what part of town you're in. But you think about there's USC, there's UCLA, there's Caltech, there is the Art Center. I mean, you couldn't get, I mean, you've, you've got like brilliant scientists, you've got amazing artists, you've got, you know, you've got two schools that are, you know, a blend of all of those things. Like like really, like anything that you would want to invent, you could probably tap into some Really smart people mm-hmm. in those institutions to be able to yeah. talk to, uh, uh, to be able to gather research on. Like, I, I think that that's also something that's super unique, you know, like just kind of situated where we are.
1: Yeah. Love that. Great institutions here. Um, so one of the things we love to, to ask of folks on the show uh, is if you had an ask from the community. Um, so, so we're a community of, right, supportive entrepreneurs, Long L.A., um, a lot of fun startups, but, um, for you guys, what could the community do to help you out?
3: Come make cartoon shows, <laughs> <Exactly>.
1: <laughs> pick your favorite character and start, start creating.
2: And, and again, going back to just, you know, the benefit of LA and just this being, you know, we're, you know, we're all biased. We're all, again, we should, you know, as a native Angelinos, um, you know, we, we're, we're, Um, growing up here and sort of really knowing what the city is about and what it has to offer. It really is. We're obviously all biased, but it really is one of the creative epicenters of the world. And, you know, I would say for the community, if, you know, you're creative and and you have, you know, creative ideas and you, and you're interested in entertaining people and you, you know, like this notion of doing it as a cartoon or animation, then, you know, come, come check out Toonstar and you know, it's a lot of fun just to play with and, you know, it could start out as just something fun as a hobby and you sort of get started. And next thing you know, you build a big fan base and you start to monetize or you just sort of do it and you entertain, you know, your 30 to 50 closest friends. There, there are a lot of ways from our standpoint to kind of derive fun and entertainment out of Toonstar. But, you know, for us, it's like, come just, you know, come give it, you know, come try it out. And we think, once you sort of, you transform, we like to say, you know, trans, <laughs> transmogrify into a cartoon. Calvin and Hobbes reference, yeah, <laughs> that one's good. <laughs> right. Yeah, once you transmogrify, it's... I always um, thought it was
1: transmogrify. Fun. Am I pronouncing that wrong? It might be. Tra- is it? I don't know. Is it, is it? Maybe it is transmogrify. It's kind of a, it's a fun <laughs> but, word. It, it is, matter. I know. We love yeah. it. We, we say it all the time. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> um, John and Louisa, this has been a pleasure. So, so um, before we wrap up, um, if you guys can give kind of full name, spell it out so people know, and how and where do people find you, both the company and you guys personally, if they want to connect?
3: Sure. It's uh so Louisa Huang, um, L-U-I-S-A-H-U-A-N-G. And uh, I can be found hanging out on Twitter, on Instagram sometimes, and uh, definitely hit us up on Toonstar app on Twitter. Um, and we're also on Facebook, also on Instagram.
2: Yep. So uh, John... Uh, and (laughs) I got that part. Uh, and then the last name's Atanasio. So it's A-T-T-A-N-A-S-I-O. And you you can reach me, um, all the same places. So you can probably, you you can, you know, I'm LinkedIn, you can find me, Facebook, Twitter. Um, and you can, you you can track, track us down on, on Toonstar. Um, if you want to email us, it's our first name at Toonstar.com. So that's, that's a really, it's a really
1: easy way to kind of, you know, Directly connect with us too. So it's time to transmogrify or transmogrify into your favorite character uh, and get on the Toonstar app and make this happen. You guys, it's been a pleasure. Thank you so much for being on the show.
3: Thank you. Thank
2: you. It's been great. Thank you. It's been great. Thanks so much.